Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> what up, people? How we doing? How we doing on this fine day? I'm good. How about yourself? Good to see you. Good to see you, too. Yeah, it's yeah. been a while. Welcome it's been, back. honestly, I think maybe a month. Has it been? I think so. I feel like every yeah. time we do a show, this is how we always start it. Yeah. It's been about insert amount of weeks <laughs> here. You guys a, used our to lack be of, good. Our lack of consistency. Yeah, but you know what? You had a fight. You were busy training. Uh, I was busy doing whatever. So, but we're here. <laughs> we're here now. That's all that matters. Oh man. Jack N says we back, baby. Yes, what up, sir. What up, what up, and we got up. a first time chat from uh, Ivan Milot One. He said, "Hey, from Australia." What's up, Australia? I like I like the Aussies. What up? Yeah, you you went to Australia. But speaking of your fight and training camp, congratulations on your win. Thank you. How does the victory feel over Wellington Terman? Unanimous decision. Ooh, that was a tough fight, bro. Was it? it? was a lot harder than I thought it was going to be. I, honestly, I think for a lot of people. I mean, yeah. coming into the fight, the odds were pretty heavy on your in your side. Yeah. Look at my eye from elbows in the third. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that that was just from, like, what, a couple of them, like two or three of them, right? Yeah. That's where he did majority of the damage. All the damage, really. It was round three. Round three is the elbows. I mean, one round one and two, you won significantly, I would yeah, say. Yeah, but I gave him three. You gave him three. I gave him You felt three. bad. <laughs> no, I'd give it to him. Oh, okay. On the scorecards, I gave him three. Oh, okay. But, um. <laughs> <laughs> no, you felt bad. Yeah, 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 I'll just let you elbow me in my face. No problem. Yeah. Uh, but uh, it was a good fight. I, I feel good, man. I'm feeling good. I'm happy to be back. And we got a lot, lots to talk about um, when it comes to the MMA world and shit. You know, this card, Sean Strickland going crazy. Yeah. Um, Terrible. Elon Musk is about to fight fucking Mark Zuckerberg. Mark Zuckerberg. Is that official? Allegedly. That shit. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know if it's. Um, the that. internet shat on me because I called both of them potential leaders of our country and our world. But if we're being um, honest. Come on. I obviously. Would, I mean, look who we just had a present a couple years ago. They're, well, Elon Musk is ineligible because he's. Um, he's South African. He's South African. But still, they're, they're still considered leader, leaders of our world. Right. And yes, men of prestige. And then people in the comments like, oh, well, someone give this guy a history lesson. I mean. You know, kings used to go to war. Nigga, this ain't fucking fourteen hundreds, bitch. <laughs> what? Like, what are you talking about? Shut up. It's, is it autism? Yeah, it, it has to be. It has to be. It has to be. No, there's definitely a part of it up there. Nah, it's crazy. Real quick, like, everyone's so literal. No, that's what it is. Like, like do you not well, see what's going on in the world today? But like, if if Zuckerberg decided to run for president, you don't think he'd probably his chances of winning would be really high. First of all, the amount of money he has to propel himself to the top. All the ad, fun, all the funding, and from ads and stuff like that. Yeah, if if that's what he chose to do, I think that the way America runs, bro, it's not about who's the most qualified. I think it's about who's the most popular at this point and who can sway people with with bullshit fucking uh, fake policies that are, that, are gonna that gonna happen. happen. Yeah, that won't <laughs> that happen. never happens. Exactly. You know what I mean? so, also, speaking of autism, we took an autism test in the Discord. I stayed away from that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I stayed away from that shit. What was the score? Uh, I think I got an 8 out of 31. We had some highs. We had, I think, a 21 out of 31. So What did you get? An 8. Out of what? 31. Wait, so you got 8 correct? <laughs> no, Wait, it's what, like, what, what, on the scale. The I think the scale is like 0 oh, so the lower you one. are, the yeah, further the lower, away from autism yeah. you are? We had some people get like 21, 22 <laughs> in there. <laughs> So Ew, I don't want to name names. Being autistic is not a bad thing. Of course I it's think not. Being some people like, for for instance, for example, Gordon Ryan. Nobody can't tell me Gordon Ryan isn't autistic. You think he is? He's clearly autistic. Really? But look, he's like a fucking savant in jujitsu. That, but that's a thing. Yeah. Some people who are autistic, it's like everything's black and white. There's no ism or feel to a thing. There's no like. He's literal. Yeah, it's all literal. So that's why those people on the internet that'll be like, "What? Are you stupid?" That means that blah, 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 blah. it's like cut my face. They ain't trying to talk to you. You're they, they seem stupid on the internet. Oh, you know, but in real life, they're like you know they're actually kind of intelligent. Kinda. Yeah, because they don't understand the world works off of like on a person to person, like socially. You know, like the world is the internet is a very different place from like right, you're not real showing, life interaction. You're not showing your face. Yeah. Yeah, but you have to feel vibes, and you have to some things work off energy and vibe, and just like. I call it isms and satire. You know mm. what I mean? But most, if you're autistic, you don't really get that. You don't can't understand that. Right. You're just like it's black or white. It's you black don't get or white. Gray. Yeah. It's like this or that. Da, 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 da. They're like robots. You is know that, what I mean? Is that your autism voice? Yeah, kind of. <laughs> yeah. 
Hey, Sean Strickland gets away with a lot worse. Yeah, so yeah, I don't true. think this is Honestly, bad at, at all. this point, we could just, like, be, I can't talk we about could just be saying whatever okay. we want and still not be no, um, I can't, as bad as him. Fat Kid said 22 was him. Yeah, I think he got the highest score. Fat Kid got 22. <laughs> he just outed himself. So. Yeah. And uh, Cookie said Gaethje got both. Both. Um, <laughs> he said Tism or CTE. X Tongo said for Gaethje. <laughs> oh, it's <laughs> Gaethje, Tism or CTE. That's rough. They said I think he got both. Uh, uh, Facility said Gordon is most definitely autistic. Yeah. I'm mad. I didn't thing. see the test in Discord. I need to take it. You can, yeah, I'll, you can I'll find it online. I'll, I'm going to take it privately. I don't think I'll take, I'll take it in Discord. You're going to Photoshop your score? Live. Like, listen, I, I got a zero, bro. Come on. Yeah. I got like a one. Yeah. Like, take it live on stream. <laughs> Crazy. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, someone actually said before in the chat, because we were speaking about it before, I just thought of it. They said that uh, your past fight, to bring it up real quick, they said he had pedata kicks. Do you want to elaborate on that? He did, man. So, those kicks, I'll tell you what. He had a phenomenal game plan. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie to you. And it's not even that Surprising. I underestimated him, but I do feel surprised. And I can tell you I was supremely confident going into that fight. And I felt like I was going to finish him from watching all the tape and stuff. And I have teammates that fought him and did really well. And I just felt that I was, you know, head and shoulders above him which in you, the skill I, department, I which, which I still are, believe yeah. I am. Excuse me. I just think that his game plan was so good. It was so fucking good. It was he. My game plan was to be do a lot of lead hand sophistication and overwhelm him. If you notice in the start, triple jab, two down the middle. Lead hand, like, t- just touch, 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 lead hand, bomb, two. Touch, touch, a bomb, uppercut, touch, a bomb. Like, just fast shit, you know what I mean? And mixing up my lead hand. And what he did to 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 uh, to negate that was that low kick. And your typical low kick, and listen, people know, it's no, I've been low kicked before, and it's <laughs> something that they say, hey, I don't check low kicks. But... And we worked on it because of my past couple fights, I've been checking them and mm-hmm. I've been blocking Looking all of good, them. Good, yeah. Right. The thing is, with this kick, he never turned his shoulders over. We're traditionally we're taught to turn the shoulders over and we kick, and there's always going to be a subtle tell. That's why they say hands before feet because you need to punch before you kick to set it up. With this kick, he never threw hands before and he never turned it over. There was no tell. So whenever I did anything with my lead hand. He just threw this little chopping, like fast kick, super fast. That just he turned over. I couldn't see it. To be fair, I couldn't see it. It was a great game plan. It's that same kick that Pereira throws. It's, I it's, really couldn't see that kick, bro. It and was it, honestly, yeah, it was impressive. And the thing is, it didn't hurt. It wasn't like devastating. Where I was like, ah, oh, fuck. I wasn't compromised. It was just, it would just interrupt everything. When I jabbed, pop, it would just interrupt my jab, and I wanted to follow up. Mm. Couldn't follow up. So I thought that that was good. I'm gonna have to. Try practicing that. I'm gonna fuck with that, dude. For real, you know, I but really also like that. Combating it now. Now you know people are gonna be out yeah, here and combating it. That, but so. I think now, I think that's gonna be a trend now. I think a lot of people are gonna start to develop that and play with that. But also, I think the timing is important because if you don't turn over, I always thought someone would just throw a two down the middle, you know. But it's hard if you throw it right. You can't throw your two because you it's sliding kick. your front foot. Yeah, <laughs> you know, that was like a sweep. So I'm curious to see how people try to develop um, dealing with that. So. It was a phenomenal game plan. It forced me to fight outside of the box and fight, you know, and explore some of the other my other skill sets, you know, like my wrestling ability and that kind of stuff where typically people don't really get to see and my mm-hmm. grappling and stuff, you know, so it's cool. And but it uh, wasn't enough. Yeah. I mean, you still got the win. That's all that really matters, if we're being honest. For That's sure, for sure. It was a good uh, game plan. Oh, I thought you said plan. it wasn't enough. No, I said it was a good game plan, but it wasn't enough. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah. Shout out to everybody with the subs. We got yeah, 11 for real. subs yeah, we got Shout out to y'all. Much love. Train much love. Also, uh, Wadi did have a message. He said, hi, if we have any new MMA Hour fans, we are welcoming. We are a very woke community. Hey, there you go. Thank you. You tried to clean up after, I guess, the way you guys started. Yeah, true, <laughs> actually. Uh, also, Excessive said the cage work was probably your best improvement, which it was. Mm-hmm. He, he got you in the clinch. Your back against the cage. You immediately just turned and he, he put his back against. I wouldn't even call it an improvement. I just think that's just a fight. I fought there. I just never fought there. Typically, I don't True. fight there. You don't stay in the clinch too long. Yeah. But so with him, he, that's all he wanted to really do. Yeah, he did. So he had a good job with the the elbows though in the end. Man, the elbows. That the, like round. I said, the elbows is what did the damage on my eyes. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, that's, you right in the nose. Yeah. That's 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 pretty much what it was. It was the uh, the few elbows. And it, but it was he he hit hard man and he was a big boy yeah that was man, yeah. he's pretty strong I didn't expect I, mean, I thought he would be drained out you know he that's what someone asked 
He he was strong and he didn't he wasn't Cook- as drained as I thought he would be. So Cookie Monster said, "Did you feel the drop down to 170 was going to make him weaker? So you underestimated him? 100. percent The strength I thought I was going to manhandle him because because I manhandle some 85ers right now right. in the gym. You know what I mean? And uh, when they're not cutting weight and they're just big and I'm just fucking them up. But there's times where you know you do feel like a stronger guy. But with him, he never felt. I was so in my mind, I'm like, well, a welterweight. And he's typically a big boy. I mean, he's asked to cut a lot of weight. That's not going to be what he thinks it is. Seems like he did everything the right way, and I felt I fought the best version of him. So, again, hats off to him. Did he use an IV? Should we overturn this to a sub <laughs> submission win instead of a decision? Oh, man. What do you mean? Is, did he use IV? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean. Take it to the NSAC. I won. I, I ain't taking it nowhere. <laughs> <Imagine. laughs> That's good. <laughs> uh, but, but all he said you looked good. much bigger than him. Yeah, I felt I was bigger in some ways, but he felt strong. Why do you want to know if he felt stronger than a typical 170-er? He felt stronger than, than some guys, yeah. Not in the gym, but guys that I've fought so far, yeah. I felt stronger guys in the gym, but he's strong. In the cage. In the cage. He was strong, you know. I, I mean, like you said, he truly, uh, he, he surprised me. Well. Yeah, he, he, he really well. actually looked good. I'm looking forward to seeing what's next for him. I hope they give him another shot at uh, welterweight. I was gonna say, I hope, yeah, he stays at 170. Cause I think I think he he can shake some shit up right now. So w- how tall see. is he? Six foot. About six foot. Yeah. yeah. So it's not bad. Yeah, it's not bad, honestly. For sure, for sure. But um, anyway, this card that's coming up. Yeah, Sean Strickland going crazy. Sean Strickland, right? did y'all see? You saw the press. Dude, there's like that press is uh, his media interview scrum. with that with that girl, whatever her name, Nina something. I, I, didn't, I didn't watch that, but I watched the scrum, like with yeah. all the everyone's asking, where he's him, talking so. about how women should be Bro. sent to the kitchen, and he was going crazy. He like but someone like, let the leash off. I thought he was wild before. Now it's like, yeah, man, it's like. But the the thing is with this sport and with the fans of MMA, you know how many people are probably like, "Oh, I agree, like a hundred percent." Oh, it's so funny to me. Yeah. Honestly, listen, I don't have nothing against them. I just know what that is. I know what that really is, and I'm just not like, I'm just not a fan of that. What you know? is it? Though? It's not. It's not funny to me. It's. It's like. It's like. Just like you know what it is. It's just like. Uh, it's like shock, like sh- like shock jock shit, shock value. Right. <gasps> So like everyone's like oh and I'm like you're not interesting bro it's just fucking weird and it's this is a, <laughs> this is all he like, really does yeah, this is all he is to me. you know and I got nothing against the dude but it's just I'm just not with that I don't support none of that yeah uh, I mean and like I said even the interview he did with that girl I forgot her name Nina whatever like to her face he was calling her like a four or something like on a scale oh, see, of one that's 10, different but, I mean if she's accepting that they have that kind of relationship it's a joke they're joking it's fine but there's other things that I can see that I, it's. You know, that you can't generalize certain shit and say certain shit. Some things are just dangerous and irresponsible. How I see Sean Strickland, some things are funny. You don't know where he's kind of... Some things are kind of funny. Not all that funny. But it's like, you don't know where he's kind of joking or not. And I feel there's a lot of truth to the things that he says. You know, like, it's just dangerous and irresponsible as a professional. And also, like, he's just, like, the oldest teenager in the UFC. The oldest Mm. suburban teenager that just never grew up and just stuck in a a way. And it's like, bro, you got to... I don't know. You got to grow do up. Literally. Yeah, just weird. grow up. It's just odd. I mean, it's no life experience. You know what I'm saying? It's like you're, you're stuck in a way and you, you think you're smart when you're not really. So you're just like, like, like just, it's just weird. man. And, and once again, you know that he's going to have fans and people. Oh, for sure. There's going to be, there's, there's a, there's an audience for that. You know, there's definitely an audience, but especially the, um, the incel, uh, audience, you know, there's a big audience for that. And also there'll be like the racist audience for that as well. That kind of like, that attract that, yeah. you know, so it's just kind of weird. I mean, he it, calls himself an, well, he says he's an ex, a former neo yeah, an ex-racist, but I don't know if that's an uh, ex. Yeah. yeah. It's it's just odd. Listen, I got nothing against the dude, but I just know that I just don't rock with none of that. So. Um. Well, in the comments, Ivan Milat said he reminds me of the uncle who's had 10 beers at Christmas. And then X-Tongo <laughs> said he reminds me of my racist cousin. So. <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> yeah. I guess that's what he's giving. Yeah, but you know the MMA audience and the MMA fan base. There's there's a there's a big group that that'll support that. A big chunk of the fan base will will support that. So he knows what he's doing. Hey, if that's what you want, how you want to go out then and be remembered as, then go for it. Could you imagine though in any other 
uh, professional sports organization, someone talking like this. Oh, no, nah, he's cooked. In the that's, NBA, he'd be done. That's what I'm saying. Like, there would be not even a platform for this person to speak. But that's why I said it's irresponsible and dangerous because that's why our sport, it hinders our growth, I it think. 100% and does. I think that yeah. we'll never truly reach where we want to be. I mean, and, and we the thing is with MMA is that we stand on freedom of speech. We stand on being the first sport back in a pandemic, and we're very, like, you know, America. Like, we... We we push through everything. We can say what we want, do what we want, and you know we're, we're unbreakable. You know what I mean? And and, and <laughs> in a sense, I love that. You know, but then again, certain things we need to be able to to put our foot down and say, hey, not even like a a fucking he did, he didn't do nothing to the point where he deserves to be suspended or cut or nothing. But should be no, like yo, hey. Watch your mouth. Yeah, like, be don't, easy. Be, don't be like, saying that shit in public. Be easy, be easy at, over at a there, press you know? conference like, or whatever. Be easy. That's it. Yeah. I mean, do you see one of the journalists asked if he's ever been to therapy? And he was like, for what? <laughs> <laughs> like, and then he says, like, I think, I think I'd think end up just, uh, uh, they'd convince me I'd get my gun and kill everyone. It's like, that ever, like, it's just weird shit. But anyway, enough for that motherfucker. Next. It's just weird shit. It's odd. And um, shout out to you if, if you, if that's your thing. Hey, that's your thing. But. Yeah, enjoy it while it lasts, I guess. Yeah. Um, but another fighter on this card coming back, Kevin Lee, making his appearance back in the UFC after. Oh, this is—is is this his second fight back in the UFC since he was released, or is this his first fight back? I think this is his second. This is no. This is his first is fight right? back at welterweight. This is his first fight back. Yeah. Dude, against uh, against an undefeated prospect, yeah. twenty and one Renat, on a nineteen fight win streak. Renat Fakhradevov. No. Daniel Rodriguez. That was before his release. And then he fought in... Uh, Eagle FC. Yeah, and then he fought Eagle FC, Diego Sanchez, where he blew out like both his knees or some shit, didn't he? Yeah. Damn. What do you, how do you feel? How are we feeling about his comeback? Uh, well, this is a tough comeback for him. Good for Kevin Lee. I mean, not taking an easy fight in this one. Um, but I'm, I'm happy to see him back. I feel like Kevin Lee's a fighter that's always had a bunch of haters. Like, people don't like him. Mm-hmm. But I think that's, that's because when he was in the UFC and where he was at his age... He was highly confident in himself, and I'm not going to say cocky, but, like, he was doing well. You know, yeah. he's at, what, like, 24, 25, 26 years old at the top level in the yeah. UFC, putting in work. So I think he got a lot of haters from that, and people, like, that have carried over from, think, from yeah. then. Yeah, it does. It does. And, and, you know, the fan base is just not really take to confidence. Take to, take to you know, someone like Kevin Lee. Right. You know? I think if he was a boxer, I think people would have liked him. Yeah. You know, but I think just the fan base and naturally they just don't take to him. They take to Sean Strickland. Right. You know, yeah. <laughs> that's, wow. more, that's just the fan base of yeah. MMA is a little different. But um I think I think um I think he's highly skilled still. I think it's shout out to him for taking this fight. Yes, yeah, a um, tough one. The things that he I was shocked when he got released and I think that the things that he does in the octagon is pretty good. His wrestling is pretty high level, but this guy that he's fighting is also a pretty high level wrestler. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be it's going to co- come down to I think who has the better stand up in this one. Mm. I want Kevin Lee to get this win. Me too. I'd love to see him come back and and have a but this is a tough fight, man. This is to come back and take this fight as your return fight is is going to be really tough for him. Do you think the UFC basically was like not forced him, but like you want to come back, you take this one. Um, I don't know. I can't speak to that. I don't know. I mean, wouldn't surprise me. But mm. shout out to him for taking uh, this one. I mean, he's the underdog at plus one ninety to minus two twenty five for Renat Fakhrendivnov. Isn't it incredible how much fame his brother has has developed over the years? I know that shit's actually insane. It's wild, right? That just from TikTok, right? Just from TikTok, and the fact that, that dude used to fight in Bellator as well. Damn, yeah, yeah, true. Like now he's just like like everybody a knows who Keith, he's a food reviewer and everybody knows who he is and he, he's like the exponentially more successful than his brother now, which is wild. Yeah, when you think of that, incredible. A professional athlete who's been fighting for years, years, so many years now. Wow, but Keith Lee is doing some amazing stuff though. I think and he's it's gonna so, it's wholesome as fuck. <laughs> I think he's gonna be in his corner for this fight. Is he? That's yeah, cool. I, I think you I can tell that. that he's genuinely a good person. Mm-hmm. He is like. I can appreciate that, you know. Mm. So, and if 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 Kevin is brought up was brought up the same way, and listening to him at the press conference, I mean, you can tell that overall, it is, he must be a good dude as well. If his his little brother is that good of a guy, and then you know the things that you hear Kevin says and his values and the things that he speaks on, 
probably a great person. I, I would agree with that. I wonder if that'll bring more people to this fight, like more eyes to this fight. People who know Keith Lee. Yeah, probably. Low key, probably, especially he's, he's going to be in his corner. Yeah, he's probably going to be. So like that's, that's a whole thing of yeah, like a whole like. Uh, what do you niche on TikTok that's gonna True. watch just to see you know how fandom goes like just see Keith Lee cornering his brother yeah, in a fight. yeah true I'd like to see him get it though I'm not gonna lie yeah, yeah. that would be nice I, I want him to but that being said no that being said real quick X Tango said rumors were that Kevin Lee was supposed to fight Tony for his return but it fell through no I love real that reason that would have made sense that would have made sense but yeah. with all that being said now who you got picked <laughs> 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 Who you got picked? Uh, I'm gonna say R- Renad. Yeah, I feel you. Me too. If you had to make a bet, Renat. Yeah. yeah, I mean, as much as I do like Kevin Lee, I've always been a Kevin Lee fan. Coming back to the UFC after whatever the hell happened to his knees, to after that surgery, this is a tough one for him. This is really tough. Yeah, I feel you. I mean, we'll see though. I'm still hoping for his win. You, so you'd like Kevin to win, but you think it's yeah. more likely that Renato... Head versus heart. You know yeah, I mean? exactly. Versus heart. Renato's an undefeated prospect. The dude is 19, on a 19-fight win streak. Yeah, they know what they're doing He's been him. looking good. Yeah. He's a phenomenal wrestler. Uh, Chris said, Kevin Lee out here saying he feels a lot of pressure and shit. I think he loses. Oh, shit. I mean, that's what he does, though. He said that against uh, against uh, Gregor, too. Yeah, Remember? Man, look what happened in that fight. Yeah, look what happened in that fight. That's yeah, probably like, one of the that, I think greatest that's what knockouts. he does, though. He's like really just downplays it. Downplays it. Downplay. It's like, and I think I've spoken to fighters that do this. There's times where guys will just say like, "Hey, you know, I don't know, man. This guy's because you kind of like you you build them up and you break them down. You know what I mean? You build them up, you break them down, so you the make your win. Yeah, you make your win. Like you know, you're gonna cook this dude sometimes, right? And it's like I'm gonna beat the fuck out this guy. I'm gonna. There's nothing he could do to me, and you just know, right? But when anybody asks you anything, you're like. You big them the fuck up and you tell them how dangerous he is and how nervous you are and how scary he is. And you can't, you know, and like and then you just go in there and just make it look like a fucking smooth, Massive cool breeze. <laughs> right. And then everyone's like, oh, shit. I think that's good. the best way to deal with it. And I've known guy. I've had this conversation. That's like a thing that people do, you know, and I've done it. I'm you know, saying you've done it. It just is what it is. I mean, it's a smart way to go go through it. And that's what he did against. um Against uh, Gregor, Gregor he, he spoke very. He's like, he, I mean, he, there was a time where a point in an interview I remember where he was like, "Man, I don't even know if I'm gonna win this fight." Mm-hmm. Like he straight up was like, "I don't even know if I can be, I can beat this guy." You know, he listed all his credentials and just spoke about how great he was, and you know, and that that kind of makes your opponent get his guard down a little bit too because they get overly confident, uh-huh. especially if they know you feel like that. You right. gas them up. Smart. At some point, though, you got to be like. I feel like if you're saying that about your opponent, the opponent's got to be like, nah, I don't give a shit. Like, he's just upping me, bigging me. It depends. Some guys some guys may just take it to their head. Take it to their, it gets to their head, and they just be like, oh, he's scared. <laughs> I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. You know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of like, like fake tough guys, too. You know what I mean? That's not, they're not really tough. I'm not even say fake tough guys. They're tough in the realm of fighting, and they don't understand, like, just tough in the realm of the world. You know what I mean? Like, the mind games that people play with you. Mm-hmm. You know, so they're like, they just take that to the dick, I feel like. Or they'll take, yo, like, oh, he thinks I'm, man, I'm going to show him in the sun. And it's like, I don't know. I don't know how to explain that. But <laughs> if that makes sense to anybody. No, I get what you're saying. You know? I get what you're saying. But um, other fights, too. There's uh, This card is a little bit lackluster, I guess we could say. Damn. Um, oh, that dude, that dude right there, he's from Philly. I've been training Which with him. One? He helped me a lot for my last fight. Nursultan? Nur- yeah, Nursultan. Nursultan Rizibov? Yes. I can I never say his name. He's a middleweight. From Uzbekistan. Uzbekistan. Oh, he's posted you on a story, that guy? Yeah, yeah. How, how is he? He's really good. Really? We had a ton of sparring for this last camp. Is, it, is this and his debut? This is his UFC debut. He took this fight last week. Okay. He has a hard fight. We're going to see him at welterweight at some point. Mm. But this dude is a motherfucker. Look out for him. He's thirty-eight and eight. Damn, hundred percent finish shit. rate. Thirty-eight finishes. <laughs> this motherfucker. Holy shit! Yo, this motherfucker <laughs> is a demon, bro. A oh demon. Oh my god. Nicest guy on the planet. Really? But just a fucking dog. Thirty-eight and eight. And eight and a hundred percent finish rate. Hundred percent finish rate. Thirty-eight finishes, bro. Bro, who's he Vicious fighting? Vicious finishes too, <laughs> like bad, right? Holy but shit! But he's like the nicest dude ever, and like. 
He gave me so much good work for this camp. That's man. actually insane. Tremendous amount of work for my last fight. And he's ready. He's ready. He has a tough fight coming up. So this is a really hard fight to take last minute. Mm. But I'm really hoping he pulls it off and he's going to make a lot of noise. The dude is like super well known and in, in, in from his country. Damn, that's you know? actually wild. And, Good for um, him. He's going to make a lot of noise in the UFC, I think. So shout out to him. That's exciting. And I hope he gets it done. Bruno Ferreira, is he the guy that he just knocked out Robocop yes. in his last fight? Yes. That was his debut, too. Bruno yeah. Ferreira. So damn, this is going to be good for a good fight. This is. This gonna is going to stay on the sleeper fight. It's going to stay on the. F- it's going to go everywhere. <laughs> it's going to go everywhere, but mostly stand up, I think. Holy shit. I I didn't know that. That's wild. Thirty eight and eight alone is crazy. That's yeah. an insane record. So look forward to that one then. He uh Ruzi Bov is coming in at minus one sixty five and Br- Bruno Ferreira at plus one forty. Mm. Um yeah, but like I was saying, I feel like this card is a little lackluster. Oh shit. What are you talking about? There's another great fight. Wow. <laughs> but Phil. Max Griffin? Max Griffin versus um Michael Morales. Michael Morales. Michael I Morales. I Miles Morales, like from Spider Man. That's yeah, like just the name that's in my head. Michael Morales, he's undefeated. I think he's twelve and oh, if I'm yeah. correct. And the Queen of Violence underneath that. Okay. Now you're making me look bad. <laughs> <laughs> Is he making you look bad or you made yourself look bad? Uh but nah, but I'm looking for what do y'all think? How do y'all think that fight plays out? Max Griffin. I watched his interview too, his media scrum. Um, he seems like he has a chip on his shoulder right now. He's ready oh, to go, man. and he's, you know, he's in a good headspace. How do you think he, that fight plays out? He he's aggressive. Know. He starts hard. Wait, was oh no, I was to say that wasn't his last fight uh, against Brian, but bet, uh, battle. His last fight was against Neil Magny, and he broke his hand. Oh, was it Magny or Ponzi? Someone. No, I, uh, I don't know where he broke his hand, but the last fight I seen of him was against Neil Magny. I'll pull it up right now. And they had like this crazy scrap. Let's see. Damn, 37 years old, though. Who? Max Griffin. Yeah, he, he doesn't look it, though. Oh, it's Tim Means. He doesn't look it. He says Tim that means. he thinks the UFC wants him to lose. That's what he says. Because yeah. well, they're promoting this younger... Michael I mean, Morales. 37 well, years but, old. I mean, isn't that what the UFC does? Yeah, they, they promote um, But that doesn't mean you younger. can't win it, though. Yeah, you can of win. Of course, you can still win. There's more... Miles Morales... Uh, <laughs> shit, there you go, all right? Mor- Morales is... Uh, he's more... Um, I guess it makes sense. He's more. He's younger. He's marketable. From you know, Ecuador. Ecuador. That's a new market for them. He's putting on some fantastic shows. Mm-hmm. Prior to his shows, like he has some good ability. He has a great build for the division. Uh, um, it's a tough fight for um, Max Griffin. For Max Griffin. Yeah, this is, and we've you always used to say this in the past. This is like the old vet versus the new up and comer. Yeah. And majority of the time, I would say the new up and comer is the one that takes it. Yeah. Would you say? Yeah, I guess. I wouldn't say majority of the time. I don't know. Yeah, I guess. Unless you're fighting Matt Brown. Yeah. Then you're then you're <laughs> or, getting knocked or, out. Or uh, <laughs> or what's his name? Dude from Jersey. Dude from Jersey? What's the dude from Jersey? Someone chat. You know what I'm talking about. He has the brother, Jim Miller. Oh yeah, there you go. Yeah. Or Jim Miller. True. Oh my God. Yeah. We never talk about that. His last fight where he knocked that guy out cold. Dude, what he is going on with that dude? Him. That dude just never. He's, he's, he's not he's just stop. winning. That was actually like crazy. Dude, that was like an actually scary knockout. Yeah. He rocked his shit bad and his leg was behind him. Like that's when you know it's bad. When yeah. he's just laying there. I mean he's out. Yeah, he was out cold. That was a crazy finish. But um You get knocked out and you wake up and your knees hurting. You're like, Yeah, you're like, fuck. You already knew how that <laughs> shit went. That was like, why am I why is my knee hurting? <laughs> Yeah, you're not even focused on your head or <laughs> like whatever. My, my knee really hurts. Yeah. Like, that. you don't want to see that video, bro. <laughs> he got me in a leg lock and I passed out. What's going on? Yeah. Nah, but um, damn. Uh, this is a tough one for Max Griffin. I feel like I want to say Morales is gonna get it just from the 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 hype that they're giving him. And I mean, he he has a good skill set. Obviously, yeah, skill set. Obviously, twelve and zero. Um, but yeah, I think for Max Griffin, I feel like it's. I don't want to be disrespectful, but once again, it's just towards the end of his career. No. And that's why I brought up the fact of these new vets fighting these younger guys. The younger guys, I feel like, are the guys that usually take the win. But he has so much experience, too. That, that, you, that you can't count that out. That experience is a, is a huge factor, no? Mm. I mean, 19-9 and nine record, yeah. Because Max, for Max Griffin. he has a tendency to put a pace on people. If you look at a guy now like uh, Morales, he te- he's younger. You know, he doesn't have as much experience. He tends to probably fight slower and move and more calculative you know mm-hmm. has he ever fought a, a whirlwind has he ever fought a motherfucker that's just like you know what Put i'm, I'm more crafty i've been here i've experienced this i'm not afraid to take these chances because i know where i can fuck up and where i can't fuck up and 
and just fucking run pace on them and I'm in your face and it forces Morales to kind of just unravel. Mm. Who knows? 14 and 0, he's still a baby. 14 and 0. Yeah, 11 wins by KOTKO, one by submission and two by decision. And in the UFC alone, he's on a two uh fight win streak obviously. And uh, one of those decisions? TKO TKO. Oh. So he's got he's coming off two TKO wins in the in uh, in his UFC. This is his third fight in the UFC. Not bad. So, yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, odds for that one are Morales is minus 200 and Max Griffin is plus 170. All right. Yeah. Wait, Morales is, is plus 170? No, 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 Morales is minus 200. Okay. Makes sense. Cookie Monster says Griffin has fought better competition. That plays a role to me. Yeah, it does. It actually does. I mean, in that sense, yeah, in that sense, I don't know. Do you think, like, legit, like, experience like that is just... Say a guy that is better, like say just say for an example, Morales is the better fighter, but since Griffin has more experience and has been in there with many different guys, do you think that really does pay a big it, factor into it's it? It's a factor. Yeah, maybe not huge, but it depends on how he decides to approach it. Yeah, I think it's a factor. So basically, Max Griffin has to make this fight the way he wants the yeah, fight Yeah, make it out. ugly, make it nasty. And listen, the better fighter doesn't always win. I think people don't realize that, like, the better fighter does not always win. I always tell a story about when I was younger and I was training at Henzo earlier on, I remember training with Sapo Natal. Y'all remember Sapo Natal, the Brazilian? I'm not sure. Sapo Natal, he was good. He was one of the guys that, that like, I'd, the upperclassmen of the guys that were training there when I first got started. And then there, yep, there he is, Sapo. He's a beast. He fought so many different people He's 40 in the years UFC. Old. Yeah. Damn. At that time, he was a lot younger, right? And... I was training with him even before I was in the UFC. And, but I also was good friends with Wayne Barrett. Wayne Barrett was a, was a glory kickboxer that trained with, with, uh, with Uriah Hall. Mm-hmm. And me and Uriah Hall were pretty... I met Uriah Hall through him. You know? And Wayne was Jamaican. Introduced me to Uriah. Found out Uriah I was Jamaican. Me and we hit it off. We were mad cool, right? And I started training with them as well. Uriah, let me tell you something about Uriah. To this day... At that time, I was still a little pretty green, but to this day, I think Uriah is one of the best strikers I've ever sparred with in my life. To this day, he was incredible. Damn. And he never fought that way, mm-hmm. which was mind-blowing it's to a me. shame, yeah. He fought. In sparring, he was a fucking demon. And Sapo was a little rough around the edges. You know what I mean? Sapo was just like a Brazilian, hard-nosed Brazilian, and he, had, he was a black belt on a Henzo, and he, but he wasn't afraid to throw hands. Just a tough know? guy? Tough, you know what yeah. I mean? And let me tell you, I used to whoop his ass in training. <laughs> Sato. Sapo. Sapo, sorry. Used to whoop on him, right? And, you know, I was a lot smaller than him, too. And when that fight got announced, I was like, oh, my God. I was like, yo, Sapo's going to get killed. We're going to see a murder. Yeah. Right? And Sapo came to me, and he was like, listen, he was like, he was like, he was like, Randy, I trust you. I trust you. He's like, I'm fighting this guy. I know that's your friend, but I trust you. I knew what that meant. I said, all right, I what got did, What you. did it mean? Stay out of it. Don't, like, train with yeah, the other guy? so I didn't train with him. I stayed out. I didn't train with any of them. I just watched it unfold. I said, may the best man win. You Damn. know what I mean? They both people that I trained with. They were both cool people. So I just let the, I just let it unfold. But in my mind, I already picked. I chose a winner. In my mind, I, I said, oh, yo, Sapo's going to get hurt in this fight. <laughs> unemotional, just Yeah, facts. unemotional, nothing. It was just facts. I just thought, and let me tell you, when the fight started, Sapo beat the fuck out of him. Sapo whooped his ass, bro. And I was like, yo. The fight never really is what you expect it to be. It just is what it is. The better fighter doesn't always win. Majority of the times they do. But sometimes, there's a lot of times, a lot time, more often than you would think, the better fighter doesn't always win. Shit happens, bro. Weight cuts happen. Like, fucking the whole process. It's a huge process game. leading up to a fight. The mental. Um, you tweak your ankle wrong. Like It's any little thing. You zig when you're supposed to zag. You get rocked. Like, it's a lot of different shit. And, yeah. So, he has a chance. And it may not be a slim chance neither. <laughs> like, with his style and his... Uh, I'm, t- uh, I'm talking about... Uh, Max Griffin. Max Griffin. With his style and the way that he fights so aggressive and fast-paced, he could overwhelm him. Mm. And just start him and put him in a... Start him bad. It's like some guys get a bad start and they can't come back. Right. And they just drown. And I think he has the ability to do that. Do I think that's going to happen? No. But <laughs> that, that is a strong Especially possibility. With the, I would say the less experience that Morales, Morales has, has than absolutely. Max Griffin, yeah. 
Um, Cookie said Uriah needed a mental coach, but that's me from the outside looking in. Uh-oh, don't get him started. <laughs> <laughs> and 2K said... Sto- strictly <laughs> mode, right? yeah. 2K said, I've said this and I'll say it again. Uriah has problems within his game that led him to not performing. Mm. Um, I feel like it was well. You've spoken about it too. You think he was like not a mental case, but it was a mental thing for him too. Mental for midget. sure, for sure. Yeah, you could say that. I, with Uriah, I think it was a mental thing. You can tell some people are very so like a multifaceted. lack of confidence, maybe. Yes, and he he tells a story about how he came up. A fun fact: that where I grew up in Jamaica, he doesn't talk about it. I don't know what where I grew up in Jamaica. He was born like literally. There's like a block away from me, like a Damn, road. He really? he lived on a road over, That's like crazy. in Marchpen Road. He comes from a place called Scarlet Road. That's insane. I'm on Marchpen Road. He's on Scarlet Road. How far? Literally a block. Like they're back like to back. Walking distance. Walking distance. That's insane. There, Holy shit. Right. And um, he doesn't talk about it much. But and and listen, when people are multifaceted like that, what well, Uriah is super multifaceted. He's actually pretty intelligent, right? And very. Yeah, he comes in, off of that. In yeah. this game, I think that when you're when you're when you're like multifaceted that way and also like a, a sensitive human being, I think it can fuck with you. Mm-hmm. Same thing. I think Adesanya is the same way. If you don't have that switch, you have to have that switch. And if you overthink it, I think it can fuck with you. If you're, especially if you're intellectual, you got to almost be a, in this game. I think the dumber you are, the better sometimes. Well, there you go. Sean Strickland. Sometimes I think you just fucking, Oh, just, <laughs> I Let's just bang, fucking bro. bang, bro. Like, and bang. I think it sometimes it's better because you don't really even understand. Some guys just think into stuff. They don't yeah. overthink it. Yeah. But then I think that when you're super smart and you overanalyze, it could fuck with you. So I think there's a fine line of being a multifaceted human, but at the same time, just accepting this for what it is and being able to perform. And I think Uriah was stuck somewhere in the middle where he couldn't find that. And I think that he was real sensitive about people. He didn't trust people. He's very like... He didn't trust people? Yeah. Uriah was always very, from what I know of him, you know, he was just. Overthinking. He over, he's an overthinker and sensitive mm-hmm. and, you know, like struggled with depression, which he opened up about and like that kind of stuff. You know, it was mental. Mm-hmm. Mental. 100%. But I tell you to this day, that's a bad motherfucker. Yeah. I mean, one of the most vicious knockouts ever is from him in The Ultimate Fighter, where that guy's, like, crying when he wakes up. Yeah. That shit's insane. And you see how it even affected him in that yeah, moment. Yeah, literally. Because he's, you know, a good guy. When he talks about being bullied as a kid and just being a softie, it's for now doing this and then having to, like, put that all together and, and kind of, like, sit with yourself with that, whereas some people just don't give a fuck. They have that switch where it's like, I can hurt you and I want to hurt you. Right. You know? but they're still multifaceted and, and they just have their emotions in check. You know what I mean? And they just so know like how to... like an inner battle. But yeah, I think it's an inner battle with him. That he's dealing with. Yeah. Um, Wadi would like to know that when him and Phil fight, will you side with either of them? Or are you going to stay out of it? <laughs> I'll stay out of it. Wow. I'll so you're not going to help like, Phil train? I'll approach you, yeah. I'll yeah I mean, I'll probably just make out or something. <laughs> like start you know, face off and just make start making out with some shit at I that can, point that's I what I like he said I can see it also he wanted a, Wadi also had a question he said didn't you say that Robocop was like the best guy you've ever sparred no I didn't say he was the best guy I ever sparred I, I just said he was really good I sparred him and I sparred he was fucking massive when I sparred yeah, he's him a, he's, big. he's a big he's dude huge. I thought he was a 205 and he was he was actually pretty good he was fast he was a lot faster for a big guy. I was like, holy shit. Robocop was damn good when I sparred him. Damn. When does he fight next? I don't know if he does. He was supposed to fight on this pass card. It got canceled, no? On, on yeah, he, Jacksonville. Fun fact, he was going to fight Nerfaton. Fuck, I can never say this nigga's name. Who? Nershalon. The dude. Oh, yeah. really? He was supposed to fight him. Oh, I didn't but, know. But um, he dec- he actually declined to fight. Who did? Nershalon? Uh, Robocop. Because oh. Robocop wanted to stay with his original opponent. Uh, so now this is how Nershalton got into the UFC. Uh, now he's I fighting see. this guy. Okay, okay. Oh, because he said, yeah, because he was he down to. He took that fight last minute. Oh, uh, Cookie Monster said he's a uh, Wadi. They said he's on Boston card now. Who's he fighting in Boston? This is original opponent. We went to Boston once mm-hmm. and saw the fights there when Francis fought. I would go to Boston. Boston Way was cool. back in the days. Yeah, Boston was crazy. One of those yeah, Boston was weird. <laughs> yeah, Sorry. No, Boston's a nice city. It is, uh, Boston is a nice city. Are you sure about that? <laughs> are you people, sure about that? <laughs> the people there, 
yeah, I won't I was say they're not nice. filling the population of Boston. I don't think I've ever. August 19th, UFC 292. I've never liked Boston people, though. I'm sorry. Dan, can you give jo- me tickets? Joshua to says, didn't you didn't you say Mickey Gall hit you the hardest out of everyone? <laughs> nice. Now you make shit up. <laughs> That's wild. Lying it was chaos, up. right? Yeah, chaos was a motherfucker. I can't imagine. Yeah, chaos hit really so hard. The, the, what they say about him is true. What? Chaos that he's yeah. got power. I mean, it's Clearly. obvious. I mean, he ain't got no technique, but that motherfucker could <laughs> crack. You don't want to get hit with that shit. Mm, okay. Uh, okay. Lion Crusher said, I heard Boston got the best food. Uh, you ever been to New York, bro? <laughs> I mean, they got some, what? They're known for clam chowder. That's it. 2K said, no, Matt Dwyer. You said Matt Dwyer was your toughest fight. But now, now that you've had this fight, what do you think was tougher? Terman or I said Matt Dwyer was yes, my you toughest did. fight. It was your most difficult fight in the sense of you. It was like technical wise, like uh, maybe the, uh, you've said this. Like I've fought, I was like maybe because it was a, it was like a, it was a hard fight at that time. It, it, but it was, was also your height. You never I was fought very someone green. your height. Technically, yeah. yes. Technically, it was, but uh, it wasn't most as difficult fight. Technically, yes. Okay, so then what's your most difficult fight? I took so much damage in this last fight, so it was hard. You know what's kind of funny? You didn't even like compared to any other fighters that fight. I feel like you didn't take that much damage. You're wildin'. Like did you see, did you see, <laughs> I see my face, bro. Look at my eyes. I got two black but like, eyes. But like, my nose but is like, swollen. Compared to other fighters in fights that guys yeah. get in. Like, like the dude, the dude that has like the thing on his chest, the damage. Yeah, the that dude, Darren just, Elkins. That dude, exactly. Every time he fights, you just know. All right, that's what he's I'm just saying. committed to it. Like, yo, I'm going to the hospital afterwards. And this is just what it is. That's what I'm saying. Some motherfuckers are just gangster like that. Is it's that, not a. Is it's that not a gangster? That's. Uh, hey, shout out. I respect fun. it. I mean, I wouldn't want to fight every fight like no, that, but I, if some I, people don't have a choice, man, and that's just I how agree they fight. With Phil is is that like you? I mean, yeah, there's damage on your face, but that was the only hit you took that caused it. Yeah. Like, yeah. You didn't take like a bunch of. For sure, and that's the style that I have. I don't really have a style that takes a ton of damage. And, you know, maybe that's a knock against me because people want to see war and shit like that and want to see, you know, me sacrifice my brain for them. You know, and I understand mm-hmm. that. Fuck but that. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but I think that fight, the art of fighting is hit and not get hit. You got to earn it, you know, to hit me. You got to earn like, it get to in hit there, me flush. Yeah. You got to get that. So, um, Everyone yeah. thinks Wadi's going to earn it. Excessive said Randy's most dangerous fight is going to be against Wadi. <laughs> but <laughs> some motherfuckers, they can't, they don't have a choice and they, they lean on their toughness a lot and... And in some sense, it's good. In some sense, I don't think it is. In some instances, I don't think it is. But I think it's good to be tough, but not to lean on it. Yeah, I mean, For we're all tough. Part, Everybody's yeah. tough. I mean, we all we fight MMA. You know yeah. what I mean? You should be tough. If you're this is not if you're not tough, this is not what you Donald should be doing. Cerrone. If you can't take it, then you shouldn't be. You shouldn't fucking be, be in here doing it. Yeah, but you don't want to fucking advertise that every time you fight. It's mm. not. That's not the, the fucking. At least for me, that's just my it's the way I think. Yeah, it's not sustainable. It's not sustainable, but it is what it is. Fair. And now uh, on to the next fight. Damir. Damir Ismugalov versus Grant Dawson. Mm-hmm. Isn't Damir the guy who retired and then he like came back almost immediately? I think. Isn't this the guy Is with that th- him? I think the guy with Tourette's. Oh, yeah. It is him, right? He retired? I he thought he retired. Did, You're right. He did retire and then he like immediately came back. He's like, all right, I'll do it again. <laughs> oh, I got one more. Really? He's <laughs> mad good, bro. That guy is, he is so good. good. Yeah. He is. I didn't know he came back, actually. I didn't know he was on his card. I mean, he's ranked oh, number 12 at lightweight. This is a, a pretty good fight, too. Grant Dawson, I think he's only got, like, one loss. Grant Dawson is pretty good. That's a really good matchup. Yeah, I'm Grant Daw- Dawson, 19 and 1. shit about the card. The, come on, the card is fire. <laughs> all right. So, all right. <laughs> he's like, yeah, all right. <laughs> but uh, 19 and 1, Grant Dawson on a two-fight win streak. He is... Damn, yeah, he's got... One, two, three, four, five, six, seven wins in the UFC and only one draw. So wow. that's pretty impressive alone. He's been around for a while, too, I think. What are you going to say? Um, No, as far as the retirement, it was a, f- quote, forced retirement due to medical issues. So it's uh, not like he was just like, uh, all right, I'm done. He was, quote, unquote, forced to retire uh, in January. So what made him come back? Like, Did he have like a second opinion or something? He oh, ended no. up just post- postponing it. I don't know. I'm trying to find it, but as far as I know, is he just post- he was like, you know what? I think I could do go one again. More. 
I got it's crazy because during the fight he'll fully just fucking twitch. Yeah, like he'll do like a <laughs> a whole like look away and twist his neck. So maybe that's but, why it yeah. was. For you, but he's mad true. good, bro. He's really good. Yeah, he is. Do you think though it's got to be like uh, you know like war crimes? You can't like shoot like like guys out of the sky that are parachuting. You can't punch him while he's like twitching or something. It's like an unspoken rule. <laughs> I mean, wouldn't that be a good one? I mean, you got to shake on that or something. Like, have that in the contract. That's fucked up. It's a valid question. <laughs> Honestly, listen, I'd punch him immediately. I just, I'd not time that shit and fucking crack his shit immediately. That's what I'm saying. Like, like, it, just give me a pattern and you're done. <laughs> just give me a pattern. Let me see it like two or three times and like, you're done. Yeah, for real. They just study his twitches like in past film, not even how he fights. Just <laughs> the when moment he twitches. He looks away, yeah. No. <laughs> uh, just to get you fought that dude with one arm. Oh, oh true. Damn. Yeah. That's Nick Nick Newell. Yeah, Nick right? Newell. Nick Newell yeah. was an animal, by the way. And I was like, all right. This is a lose lose situation. It's like you don't want to fight someone with one arm because it's like true, right, it's like I'm a, if I beat him. You fought a guy with you one arm. Guy, if I lose, you, you lost, lost a guy, guy with one arm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's like, all right, I'm not. I wouldn't really take that. Gus, Justin Gaethje didn't give a fuck. He took that fight, and then Nick Newell, I believe, was like missing a right arm or something. Yeah, like half a right arm. It's he has like a nub. Yeah, yeah so it's like, like his forearm down to his arm. Piece yeah. of his forearm down to his arm was gone. And let me tell you, Justin Gaethje did. Guess what he did? <laughs> Rock the shit. He blasted <laughs> high kicks on the left side. <laughs> For his left leg to the right side of Nick Newell, <laughs> spam that shit over and over, yeah. knowing he couldn't block it. Yeah, that's right. Like, up. I knew that had to be the game plan. It was like, all right, he's beating these dudes, but nobody's nobody's throwing that shit at him. And he just went in there, uh, no fucks. It was blasting head kicks at him and just monster left hooks. Eventually cracked him. And of course, and then drops him. Yeah. Yeah, they beat him. But I was like, TKO. shit, that's crazy. I saw a video actually recently of a um, a fighter with even like a shorter, like it was like up to here. Yeah. And he was kickboxing, or was Muay Thai or kickboxing, Knocked and dude out with it, right? He, yeah, he, he puts a glove, on a glove it, on it, and he literally just he, he just standing there and leans in, just stuck him with it, <laughs> and he drops just him, yo, just for stuck real, him. like and I remember that. I saw that he had the glove on it, the glove was just like literally, there, like on literally his shoulder, just on it, and he just fucking stuck him. I was like, oh and shit, and then he just walks away. Like, yeah, that was fire. <laughs> yeah, but let me tell sick. you something. Sometimes those dudes have advantages in certain places, like Nick Newell, for instance. If Nick Newell used to has mad Renick and choke finishes. You know why, right? If Nick Newell gets behind, gets one arm around your neck, the defense for the other arm, you would like pull it down because it'd be on top of your head, try to get behind your neck. Immediately, it, it disappears. True, damn. What are you going to pull on? Damn, yeah. He just got that nub behind your head, and it's like you can't reach it, you can't pull it, you you fried. Damn, that's wild. That really is crazy. Is he still fighting? He'd lock in chokes, and you can't fight the choke. You can't fight the lock. So you're like, you're stuck. It's crazy. I mean, you got to obviously respect for him for, oh, do, yeah. for, for fighting. For, for fighting, just being brave enough to fight like that is is insane. He's thirty seven years old on a two fight losing streak. I didn't fall since twenty twenty one. I don't know if he's. I think he's probably retired now. Yeah, I'm not sure. Damn, that's wild though. Yeah, he didn't doesn't even have a glove on it or anything. No, it's, it's pretty much just an elbow. It, that's what it looks so like. He yeah. would hit people with elbows. He'd hit people with it. All crazy. Oh, so he could throw it then. Hell yeah, he'd throw that shit. He was a fucking sad. Look, there was a streak he was on. He was choking the fuck out of people, and he was a collegiate wrestler. Damn. That's wild. That really is crazy. So that why do you think they put him to fight fucking Justin Gaethje? Uh, yeah, his first loss was Justin Gaethje. He 20, earned that. In 2014. Yeah. True. Wait, that was his first loss. Period. Yeah, he, he was, was beating one, everybody, two, bro. And then he fought in, in WSOF. He was 11-0 and 0 when he fought Justin Gaethje. Who was he fighting? Random uh, guys in FXC, yeah. Cage Titans. That's pretty Arguably wild. not the best guys in the world, but he but still was a motherfucker. I mean, he's he's beaten other guys in WSOF before that. He has literally the same record as you, 16 and 4. Look at that. Savage. That's crazy. That really is insane. 11 wins by submission, yeah. Good for well, him. I'm 17 and 4 now, so. Oh, oh, true. Look at that. 17 and 4. Nice. Hey. Yep. <laughs> not your yeah. All right. Can we get on to the main event that you All guys right. have been? Sean Strickland and Abus Magomedov. This fight is very strange. I don't know how this one came together. Sean Strickland, number seven ranked middleweight against Abus Magomedov, who ha- is making his second fight in the UFC. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. It's just weird. Like, how does this come about? Sean Strickland's coming off of a loss. Coming off a loss, and then Abus Magomedov coming off, I guess, a win. 
coming in, off hype, it sounds like. I don't know, but like. Well, he fought in uh, PFL. He fought in PFL. I saw a video of him. People were passing that around or showing it of him getting knocked down. He went flying backwards. Damn. Happens. Um, I, his last fight in the UFC was pretty good, though. Three fight win streak. Uh, yeah, his last fight was against Dustin Stolfus. No disrespect to Dustin Stolfus, but that guy's like one in four in the UFC. Um, TKO win over him. And second fight, he's already getting a main event against a number seventh ranked uh, middleweight contender. Well, he's highly touted, and we'll see what happens. I mean, I got him picked. You have him over Sean Strickland? 25 and four. You literally, isn't that something we go through? You always, always pick, pick against, against Sean Strickland. Strickland, and the one time you had picked him, he lost. Yeah, yeah, that was against. Uh, I'll always go get because he does all the wrong things. He fights he with his chin up in the air. It just doesn't make sense. His chin is up. He picks shoulder punches off with his shoulders, but he just somehow gets it done. You know, and I always pick against him. And then the one time I picked him against Pereira because I'm like, all right, well he can wrestle him and stuff. <laughs> he lost, and I was just like, I'm never picking against him again because he always wins. But, but here you are. Here I am again. Yep. So you think he takes his one? I'm only doing this because my friend has a parlay, and uh-huh. um, in that parlay, Abus. I told him, I told him that's the one. So Abus, I picked him in that part. It's a it's a long parlay my friend has. God damn, really? Seven leg parlay with multiple cards. It's still going. With it's still seven strong right now. Or with multiple cards? Yeah, multiple. His. I didn't even know you could do that. Yeah, Holy shit. Multiple cards. So I was on it. Um, what's that kid, Armin? So Armin, so you Armin was on it. Um, Ilya Taporio was on it. Damn. Um, These are all the wins so all far. All the wins so far. And it's like two more fighters that that won. So, like, I think the next few that he has, he has um, he has this guy to win. Abus. Abus. And he has um, the dude over Kevin Lee. Okay. Renat. Yeah. And then he yeah. has uh, Miles Morales. Michael. <laughs> Michael Morales. <laughs> My fault. Michael Morales. So, if, he, if those three fights hits... He wins. I think he did like, like two hundred dollars to win like fucking three grand or some shit. Damn, that's yeah. pretty sweet. That's, so, that's actually really. cool. I came through in the clutch on that one. Well, we'll sure. see. We'll I gotta see. start doing seven leg parlays. Just mad fights on different cards <laughs> and shit like that. Crazy. That is wild. But Sean Strickland favored at minus one seventy. Abus at plus one forty five. Um. Yeah, I don't know much about Abus, this guy at all. Like I said, second fight in the UFC. I knew he fought in the PFL. And where else? Where else did he fight? I mean, not to be that guy, but like you were talking about experience being on the side of Kevin Lee, or no, 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 no. who's fighting Max Michael Griffin. Morales? Max, yeah, Griffin. Max Griffin. Um, so wouldn't you think that experience would be on the side of Sean Strickland for this? Well, yeah, but Sean Abus Strickland doesn't have that style of fight. That what that uh, his legs locked out, straight up, standing straight up, and just. So experience like does not help him. It does, but it's like it's the style of fight. Unless he switches his style of fight. Whereas I think with uh, Max Griffin, his style of fight is is chaos. And if you haven't experienced that chaos in the octagon, that could be very overwhelming. So as a younger fighter, if Abus and his people know can see the flaws in Sean Strickland, they can figure it out. Yes. Bueno. Well, speaking of Sean Strickland, you see that he says he deserves a shot. Uh, at the fucking loser is what he called him, Israel Adesanya, to fight him against him. Um, I'd like to see it. I think Adesanya would destroy him. Oh yeah, I think so. I think everyone is probably in agree agree with that. I mean, uh, I mean, I don't know. This guy at this point he's just talking. We already know that, but I mean, maybe that would be money for him. So I I'd mean. like to see Sean Strickland versus um Drykus. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah, maybe that'll be a fun fight. I'm actually excited for Driscus versus um, uh, Rob Whitaker. I think Rob Whitaker's gonna beat him, though, man. Yeah, I think and so too. After yeah. that, maybe he could fight Sean if Sean um, if Sean beats Abus. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I think win or lose, I think that's a good fight for Sean. Yeah, definitely. Everyone's surprised you guys talking about the Pride of Africa like that. Why? We're saying he's gonna lose. Exactly. That's man. that ain't surprising. All right. Yeah, that's and that's the card. That's the entire card. What uh, what other news we got besides? Uh, Mad uh, Drew said, "Congrats on the win, Randy." Mad oh, Drew, my brother. You. What's what up, man? Up. Appreciate it. And in tier one, thirty-three months in a row. Let's fucking go, my dude, bro. Hi. <laughs> I can't see shit. Chris said, "Maybe I get too invested in Aussie fighting, but I have a really weird feeling about Drakus versus Rob." 
a weird feeling in why. Please expand. I hope that your weird feeling is that Driscus does not win. How? I mean, this look at Driscus fights, man. I, it, and look at uh, Whitaker. Whitaker. Whitaker is like just so levels. highly touted, man. Yeah, levels above. He's his really, dad. really good. Um, Jack and asked if you guys have watched anything tough. No, I haven't watched any of it. Yeah, I haven't watched. Before really the weigh-ins, they were it's playing it. It's isn't Chandler up like six and zero against yeah, McGregor? Yeah, pretty I'm much. just gonna assume that he went undefeated. Uh, uh, honestly, that'd be hilarious. <laughs> Dana would probably be fuming. It's all the vets versus new guys, right? Chandler yeah. got the vets. Connor yeah, why? Well, I feel like talent. in that situation, I would want to take the vets too, especially who they got on the show. But I don't know. It's not. They um. Someone showed a back-to-back when Connor first did The Ultimate Fighter, like when he was coaching and he was like going crazy during a fight. And then they they fast-forwarded to this one, and he's just like, ah, oh, shit, like, shoot. Like, you know? Like, like, like just being not like... Not as invested. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, like damn shucks, it. yeah. We'll get him next time, Tiger. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, literally. Oh, and the man. funny... I love that he called him a Bellator tick. <laughs> Oh, where do you say that? A Bellator tick? Yeah, because um, like he leeching off of them. I don't know exactly what he said, but um, it's when they uh, Connor was uh, like apparently going off about how the round should be five fights and how like it it ended in three fights because his fighter obviously was gonna lose the decision. And he's like, should be five rounds, blah blah blah. And then I I saw a clip like that. And then him and McGregor started going back, like going at it, and he called him a Bellator tick, and that's when he shoved him in his face. And then Chandler's just like, whoa, like chanting. After the shove? Yeah. <laughs> and then Dana runs in there. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> a mess. Oh, man. It's so stupid. I'm not really Steve interested Boone. in the, uh, I don't oh, know if it's Ultimate, Ultimate Fighter anymore like I used to be. I was really invested back it's, in the day. It's not the same, yeah. It's not the same. It's not giving the same vibe. You know what it's like? It's almost like video games. You know, like, video games used to be, like, when I'm a gamer, I'm still a gamer. But don't get me wrong. I'm a game any chance I get. I love video games. But when you were younger, it was something about when you turned on, like, your Xbox or your PlayStation or whatever the fuck it is, and you played a video game. It was just, like, that moment, I'm here. This is, it was the best thing right, ever. This is it, yeah. It's the best thing ever. And as you get older, you're just like, it's I mean, right. probably it's cool. It's all right. It's cool. Like, like I'm, I'm enjoying it. This is all right. It's all right. But it's like not as invested. I'm not. Clo- I'm not locked the fuck in like right. I used to be locked. True. In. You know what I mean? It's like, all right, this is this is. I can get with this for a couple hours. True. Like two hours or so. You know what I mean? And then that's it. I'm getting that right now with Dead Island. Dead Island One was sick. I love that game. I beat it multiple times, and I've been playing Dead Island Two now. And it's yeah. the same thing. It's fun, cool, but it's just like, yeah, it's like that. That's the ultimate fighter for me right now. Yeah. No, it's it like, is. It's like. I'm not like, oh shit, what time? Let me go watch the Open Fire. Like <laughs> back then, I'm like, oh shit, the Open Fire is on. I gotta watch it yeah. now. It's not. I don't feel like that right but now. But also, like n- with streaming and stuff, nobody's really pressed about the time. You could see anything, anything at any time, at any time. That's and if true. not, you just go to TikTok, type it in, and you'll get clips. That's true. I think it's maybe just we're overloaded with content. Yeah, a thousand true. percent. And gamer, oh sorry, not nah, go ahead. I would say gamer guys zero nine two said contender series over tough. Big facts. I would agree with that. Yeah. With when you said, "Oh, what time is it?" That's for me. The Contender Series. I'm watching that shit every time it's on. Yeah, Contender True. Series is great. Uh, Contender Series is Chris really good. Chris said, "Phil playing games, but no stream." I haven't played. I haven't played in a while, honestly. Man, um, I, I I would love to stream. Excessive though. says this is just a bad season. No one cares about the backstories. We just want to see the fights. And yeah, the fights and are all one side. Yeah, and exactly when the fights are going six and zero oh so far, it's like what yeah. the hell? It's no like at this point. What the youngsters are winning. The young, the newcomers are winning. No, no the, the veterans. veterans are all oh, winning. Dang. Yeah, it's also because like, what is McGregor doing? He's not even like coaching. He's not even. <laughs> we can't put that on him. The, I the, mean, that coach, that tough coaching thing is like, come on, like at that point, those fighters are coached and gonna be who they are. Right. You, you know what I'm saying? It's like they just got to be in shape to fight at that point. True. But right. like game plan and stuff, who goes over that with them? I guess the coaches go over that, but it's like you, that the can't coaches be. coaches as in McGregor yeah, and them? Or? Listen, a, a caliber fighter could make adjustments during a fight. If you're not a caliber fighter, y'all don't think you're going to be able to. But that's why if you're a new fighter but listen, you if, don't have that experience. If you decide, no, listen, if you decide to, if you go in and you have a game plan and your game plan is not working, if you're a, a, a caliber fighter, in my opinion, change it. You should be able to change it mid-fight. Oh, yeah. If you can't do that, that means you're just not. 
caliber. You're not there yet. You know, as you're not there yet. You still need work to do. So if a guy, if a guy that's relatively a stranger is gave you a game plan and you went in there and you're trying to execute that game plan and you find the slightest moment that shit doesn't work, naturally, I think that all the wealth of training that you have with your original team, that should be like your default. So maybe you're going to just slip back into like, all right, let me do what I know, what I'm feeling in here right now. If it's not what he's yelling at me, isn't working. Unless you're just that good of a listener, you're that much of a, a robot that you're just going to be, you know, real still and just listen <laughs> to what he says. And even when it's not working and you're just beating a dead horse trying to make it work, mm. I don't think that's realistic. So you can't put that on the coaches. I think there's a comes a point where, you know, it's the fighter. With the ultimate fighter, it has to be the fighter. I mean, they're the one in there. Yeah, the coaches are just like, they're there for the entertainment, you know, and, and maybe a little bit of guidance and, and stuff that they can show you that you can take back with you to go develop, you know. But in that moment, in fighting and martial arts, you can't just tell me a thing now. And it's like, okay, two weeks of doing this, and then we go fight, and I'm supposed to be an expert at that thing. Right. You know, it's actually funny you bring that up. There was a clip that came out from the show of Chandler, one of his fighters. He basically was like, like giving him backlash and like Chandler, Michael Chandler was trying to get this guy to work on something new two weeks out before his fight. Yeah. Like trying to work on a new technique or whatever. And this mm -hmm. guy was like, I don't want to do that. I want to like do tr training, like what I would be doing two weeks before a fight. I'm not going to like learn something new two weeks before a fight and then implement that in. Yeah. And the thing you'll learn it and you just fucking forget that's about what I'm it. Saying. You'll go fight and that, then maybe you, you train it later. And that's what he was. That's what the fighter was saying. And Chandler was just like being weird about it. He was just like looking around. He's like, Oh yeah. He's like, that's your opinion? And he's like, yeah, that's my opinion. Like, I don't think we should be doing that. And he's just like, we're, we've been watching film. We've been watching film of this guy. Like, we know that you how the adjustments you have to make and all that. And the guy's like, you know, I don't feel comfortable doing that. And it was this whole big thing between both of them. Nah. I don't know the outcome of it, but. I think even in a situation like that, maybe the fighters shouldn't, like, I, me personally, I wouldn't, like, protest it. I'd just be like, all right, cool. Just do it. And you know, there's a thing, like, everybody has, at least in martial arts, for what I've learned, Growing up, I felt like this is my experience. Everybody has an opinion. Everyone's going to say something. So everywhere you go, someone's going to teach you something. It's up to you to decipher what you want to let in and what you want to like. You know, you got to like, sh you know, when they do cement and they shift like the sand to get the rocks out and mm -hmm. shit. You got to shift like the bullshit, filter the bullshit. Because some people tell you bullshit sometimes. Some people just like to talk. And then there's people that things that just don't work for you, that aren't effective for you. Not to say you disregard it, but you just take from everything. You take from every art. You take from every person that has something to teach you. And you're open-minded. You have, always have an empty cup so that you can always receive, right? So you're saying mine for the gold. Yeah, but you still got to be humble enough to kind of like, in that moment, it's Michael Chandler. He's the, the coach. Accept it. Listen, doesn't mean like I'm going to do it. You're not obligated to do it. You don't have to do it. So, but so why make a scene? That's like being a baby, I think. Mm. It's like, all right, if they're showing me shit two weeks out, me, we don't have that connection of like, I'm not, you don't know me like that, but what this is the situation that we're in right now for the show's sake. Why am I going to argue it? Why am I going to, I'm not, I, clearly, I could be like, oh yeah, yeah. And like, tr entrust you that much and I'm going to go out there and go try that shit that I really know within myself is not good for me. Mm -hmm. No, just, just yes them. Yes them. Huh? Oh, word? Yeah, all right, cool. Go fucking fight. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, go for that. That's just me personally. That's well, how I do Chad it. Chad also says that the uh, the fighter was an old teammate of Conor McGregor. So, oh, so there you go. So there you go. Also, shout out to Barry on deck, rated with a party of twelve. What up, people? Yo, 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 Barry. How what's up, doing? man? We appreciate it. Appreciate y'all coming. Guys? In. Much love. Much love. Thank much love. you for the raid. And Unfortunately, y'all just getting here at the end of our show. Yeah, the tail end. But uh, what up? Uh, I have one more news, or we could talk about it if you want. Um, in your well or in your division welterweight division, Rachmanov versus Kelvin Gaslam. Mm, they like, just announced that yesterday. Yeah, I feel like that's a random fight. That's fire. I mean, G Gaslam is obviously not ranked in the welterweight division, but Rachmanov is what six ranked? I think. Yeah, that's a that's a bit random. I would say. That's fire. That's a great fight. First of all, does Kelvin even make weight? That's the thing. I don't know, but I tell you what, you know who I got picked in that fight. Let me guess. Kelvin Gaslam. <laughs> Gaslam takes it. I saw someone say, you going to shake on it? Yeah, I think Gaslam takes it. What do you think? You, you think I'm, I'm sure you're going to go Rachmanov. I don't know, honestly. I've, I, I would agree with you and say Kelvin Gaslam because 
I feel like we've seen, well, in his last fight, Rachmanov get rocked multiple times. We know Kelvin's got a chin on him and can rock people. But also, Rachmanov is also like, a, he's a savage. That guy's a beast. Yeah, that guy's a beast. Yeah, he's a bad boy. But why? Why do you say uh, Kelvin Gaslam? Wait for the breakdown. Wait for the breakdown. Oh, there you go. I don't know when it's announced. Let me see, actually. Um, Lion Crusher says Shavkat called Kelvin out. Is that what it was? I guess. That's a bit wild. Uh, in September. September 16th is when this fight will take place in Las Vegas. Also, Excessive said uh, that's a bold bet before seeing Kelvin. True. Seeing if he I'll can take it. make I'll weight. Take it. I'll take it. I'll take it. All right. All right. Is that it? I think that's it. That's all we got. All right, people. Much love, Good y'all. Good show. Thank yeah, y'all thanks for, for tuning, tuning in. in. And catch y'all on Hope the you guys had a fun time. You know we should rate someone. Oh. Return the favor, right? There you go. Now, yeah, now you should. I haven't rated anyone in a while. Who should we rate, y'all? So give me some people to rate. Pepper Jam, real quick. Pepper Jam said if he makes weight, that kind of cut could affect him. He could. He could. He's but, done he's in fought, the past. but he's fought yeah. there before. He's it's not like he hasn't fought there before. That's the only thing. I'm like, all right, well, he's done it before. Man, he fought Magny there. Magny actually beat him at 70 one time. Oh, wow. That? Um, I don't see a ton of people here, but. Yeah, I don't got anyone. Damn, Cookie, that's harsh. What'd he say? Let Bat, me find someone. Bat Salam is losing. Wow. Playoff Gastelum's last name. Wadi said, I thought we talked about every fight. We do. And we did. The Queen of <laughs> Violence. We didn't talk about the Queen of Violence. Ariane Lipsky. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. did. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Phil hates women. I mean, women don't even That's not true at all. It is true. And you're showing it. That's not really not true. You're showing it. Everybody knows it. I liked Baby Shark's fight the night of your fight. I was like, I like Baby Shark. She's cool. Who's that baby shark? And you said that last time too. She was like two fights before yours. Oh. She fought the girl with the oh, red she hair. <laughs> she the was the Brazilian chick with the with the abs. She had real good rest. She was in my locker room actually. She oh, was, was she? Yeah, yeah she her was, body was insane. She was warming up. She was really good. Yeah, I I saw her at the weigh-ins. I'm like, wow, good for her. She had the waist beads on. We matched. I was like, that's right. <laughs> her family was behind us. Excessive said I like Baby Shark. Same. Phil looked at me crazy. I mean, Phil. Wait, Randy looked at me crazy when I said I like Baby Shark. He's like, I don't know what that means. <laughs> I didn't. I because it was it's so random. I'm just like, Yo, what are you talking about? Out of nowhere, we weren't talking about fights or nothing. It's just like yes, I like we Baby were. Shark. Like, they baby were talking shark. about the the weigh-ins. I was like, oh, I like Baby Shark, and you're like, I don't know what that means. I'm like, all right, true. Cookie said so. If you got a shout out on the card. Did yeah, I? true. Oh, they did actually. They said Randy Brown kissed someone coming out of the. Oh yeah, DC was okay. a weirdo. Huh? Yeah, that was, yeah. That was okay. What's up with DC's commentating these days, bro? I don't know. A lot of people hating on him, saying he's bad. Not that he's not he's bad. He's just been. I think he's just not caring as much. Just he's just having a lot of fun. Yeah, you could tell. It's a little sometimes a little too much fun. Too lackadaisical. Yeah, it's like all right, bro. Let's let's lock in. This is your job now. Yeah, let's lock in, bro. Come on. I guess he doesn't have to worry about fighting anymore. Tighten, tighten, it's up, just, man, tighten up. Yeah, he. It seems the other commentators kind of have to keep him on track a few times. Well, Thing said that, didn't he? Um. All right, fellas, that's it. Much love again. Thank y'all for tuning in. Yes, thank you for and showing up. We will see y'all next week. Hope you enjoy yourself. And Peace. adios. Enjoy your night Ciao. or day, wherever you are. Bye.